What, what's that? Hello? Testing? There we go. Got it. Okay. Can you yeah, hear me? I know, yeah. I know I got to do that unmute thing because that's our thing that we do when we start this. It's the, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's how we know the show started. <laughs> I think it's good we're doing this Cobra Kai thing, though, because after our Smackdowns with the Star Trek and with Tiffany and Debbie Gibson, uh, we're doing something that we both agree on, which I think is good. Uh, it shows that we're still pals, even though your taste in Star Trek and music sucks. <laughs> well, you know, nobody's perfect, I guess. <laughs> I, and, you know, after our Polly Shore episode, I listened to the Polly Shore podcast. Oh, you did? I did. And I didn't hate it. Oh, you didn't hate it? I did not hate it. I, I might actually listen to another episode. Oh, that's great, dude. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it because I don't know which one I should listen to because he has like eight of them out there. But that's great. See, I think, you know, he is funny when he wants to be. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, it was okay. It kind of reminded me of like morning talk show radio stuff because he had his like sidekicks with him and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it was all right. It wasn't bad. I'd listen to it again. Well, everybody needs a sidekick. Like, I'm like, I'm like your sidekick here, right? Well, as long as we know that you're the sidekick. That's that's the important part. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you have an IMDb page because you're like this actor guy, uh-huh. and and Amazon pays attention to you. Like, they even say, "Hey, here's the latest blog post from this guy" because you're a published author. True. So yeah, I'm probably the Garth to your Wayne, the the not so silent Bob to your Jay, <laughs> however that goes. All right. Well, one of these episodes, when we do a Halloween episode, we'll have to dress you up in the uh, Robin outfit with the, uh, you know, tight shorts and, and stuff. Yeah. The sixties Robin. See, even though you have all those credentials, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought you'd be more sophisticated and erudite in matters of arts and entertainment, no. especially since you have another podcast about like indie movies and, and it even starts out with the piano music, like, like, like it's a NPR production or something that's original music by the way kahal wrote that for the show no kidding yeah yeah but then you put deep space nine below voyager and like i started doubting you bro well it's because i have taste well no no it's not that you put deep space nine below voyager it's that you put it below enterprise that's what it was (laughs) you want to put it below voyager i can see that at least Uh i can see that like i can argue with you on that but you put it below enterprise that's unforgivable. I'm still butthurt about that, man. <laughs> well, at least you've got bacon to make you feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting that I'm I'm on camera here. I'm not wearing pants either. Oh, my God. I have bacon and I'm not wearing pants. That's how much of a schlub I am today. There you have it, audience members. Jamie is sitting at home eating bacon without pants on. <laughs> It's a podcast. Luckily, it's not a video cast. But we'd have to go to we'd have to go to RedTube or something. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crap. I am Milo Dennison, and with me is Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about Cobra Kai. So in case you're wondering, audience members, because you're probably thinking, wait a minute, your podcast is called the 80s and 90s Uncensored and Cobra Kai is a 2000s show. Yeah, it is. But come on, based on The Karate Kid, it's a um, revival or continuation that's done right. Not a shitty reboot, not something where it's just like, 
you know, trying to milk it a little bit more, but they did it right. They actually showed us where the characters are now in their lives. And it's, it's just fantastic. Preach brother. Preach. Hallelujah. I love, I love, I love this show. Me too. And I haven't, I haven't loved a show in a long time. You know, you know how you, back in the day when I, when I used to watch Star Trek, the next generation, I had I, like a genuine love for that show. When it came on, I was in my, zone that I loved it. And I feel that way about this show. I, I just think it's an awesome show. And I, and I can back it up with reasons. I'm with you. Like it does. It's so good about swapping who the protagonist and antagonist is in each episode. Like it's no longer Daniel's the good guy and Johnny's the bad guy. It's you can see Johnny's point of view in so many of these situations. And you're like, yeah, Daniel's kind of a dick there, isn't he? Or even with the kids and their relationships kind of bouncing back and forth. And you're like, I can kind of see how he might view this. Yeah. In that way, they're like real people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the original Karate Kid movies. Don't get me wrong. But it's very black and white. Like you're Mm -hmm. the beat up kid and the bullies and, and then the old guy helps you out and you're the good guy the whole way. And he's kind of the bad kid and all that kind of stuff. But this is very like, sometimes you're the bad guy. Sometimes you're the good guy. And, you know, nobody's ever as good or as bad as anyone thinks you are in real life. In real life, right? Well, absolutely. We view ourselves as the good guy, mm-hmm. right? Like any any conflict, it's like, I'm the one who's in the right. The other person's the one in the wrong. They're the bad guy. Yeah. And here's another reason why I think this show is awesome is because, you know, 80s dorks like us can dig it because you know, for obvious reasons. But I tell you, like, my ex-wife and my son actually love this show. Like, his mom likes it. And she's like, she's foreign. She doesn't even know about Karate Kid. It's not like a cultural thing for her. Well, what she knows about karate, she's Chinese, man. (laughs) Well, it's not Jackie Chan Karate Kid, which, by the way, they said is not canon in this, which is awesome. Yeah, um, it's nice to know that they kind of ignored that. Here's why. So it's a it's a truly a family show and not in the crappy way where it's like oh it's a family movie which means your kids will like it and you can tolerate it that's what you usually mean by family show it's like well the adults you can sit through it but it sucks and you'll hate it but you can tolerate it this is truly a family show because everybody can can enjoy it so for example like my son's mom she likes the the like you were talking about the drama the human drama the fact that they're adults uh, and they act, they're they're adults, right? They're not younger version, older versions of them of their younger selves. They act like adults. They're middle aged people with middle aged problems, right? You could really relate to that now. Um, so they 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 did right by the characters by not making them just goofy cameo versions of themselves. And then they also have this this strong women. And what I mean by strong women is it's not the kind of you know Picard style strong women where all the women just berate the male character all the time. Oh, we're strong women because we treat the old guy like crap. That's that's not strong women. You you actually have like like Daniel's wife, who's played by uh, Courtney Hengler, who's awesome and I love her. But she's uh, just a like the character is pragmatic, uh, and, but she's not. But 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 she's strong. I mean, she totally like WWF style slap uh, John Kreese. Because she's like, no, you can't do your monologue with me. I'm going to I'm going to whack you, dude. That's how it is. Uh, so I, the fact that they have strong women 
but strong women that, that they're, they're not misandrists who just sit around berating the men all the time. They're just strong women characters. And that's awesome. Yeah, totally. Like she's like a smart, strong in the sense that she's, uh, you know, she she's understanding towards her husband and she's not just like, oh, you can't do this or can't do that. Like she's mm-hmm. supportive, but also his check and basically saying, are you sure? You know, because she calls him out like he does something and she's like, you know what? Maybe you're not actually in the right here. Did you think about that? Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's fantastic. I love, I love and, and, and I, before this show, when, when this show started, I'm, I'm actually a Cobra Kai hipster, by the way. You know what that is, right? So I, I watch. I watched, I actually paid what they, they called it red tube or something. Oh YouTube yeah. Red, red tube. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, whatever marketing genius came up with that name, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and I actually paid to watch it on, on, on red tube because I, I was into like, people said, you got to watch this show. And so I paid 10 bucks to red tube, YouTube, red tube to, to watch it. And I was like, I am paying for this because there's no other reason to have red tube other than Cobra Kai and you don't see ads on YouTube videos, but there's no other reason, but I, I gladly paid. I was like, boom, take my money, red tube. I will give it to you. Right. So that, 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 that's how much I like it. And, and, and I like the, and I, and I dig the strong women characters, you know, like you said, she's a good check. That's a good character. I, and I, and I was wondering about Daniel's wife, like, did he get with Kumiko? Did he get with with the first gal? Like, what's going to happen here? Like, who's his wife? And I'm really pleased with what they did with with I, he married well, man. Good job, Daniel Russo. <laughs> you go, Danny. <laughs> yeah, and and it has a lot for everyone too. So at, for us, we're super interested in the the story between Daniel and Johnny, and the and and every time somebody from one of the movies makes an appearance, it's like woohoo! But there's also something for people that aren't necessarily people who've seen the movies and younger crowd with like the kids and how they're kind of having the same types of conflicts and dealing with like you know bullies and not bullies and and the the relationships and that kind of stuff too and same thing with the daughter like she's just like you mentioned strong women the daughter's a strong woman right she doesn't take shit from anybody like you know there's a few episodes where she questions herself and you know and she kind of overcomes it really well and nicely and and same thing with some of the 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 male characters in there as well they're not total stereotypes one way or the other yeah and and that's why my son likes it like he 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 knows karate kid because he i'm his dad so he knows all the geeky stuff that i know because i shoved it down his throat his whole life Hmm. but he he digs the yeah the the teens you know you got these teens and they they have problems and they have angst and they're like te- normal teens except that they break out into like giant karate battles in school <laughs> karate battle in the high school who doesn't like you can't be a 13 year old kid and be like that is not cool i don't like karate battles at school of course he does it's rad dude mm-hmm. i mean it's got teens and they got their problems and how do they solve it giant epic karate battles <laughs> yeah What's what's Absolutely. there not like about that? If you're a kid and you don't know anything about Karate Kid, but you're watching these teens and they have problems and they solve it with karate battles, there's nothing not to like. When you first watched the Karate Kid movie, did it make you want to go out and learn karate? Were you like, oh. Mom, I want karate lessons? Well, I knew we were too broke for karate lessons, so I taught myself karate. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. I mean, I... Yeah, watching videos like Jean-Claude Van Damme videos or whatever. I, I could do that. 
well, like Daniel, really. da- like Daniel LaRusso in the first Karate Kid movie, where he's learning from a book before <laughs> yeah. Mr. Miyagi shows up and teaches him the right way. Yeah, I didn't have any Mr. Miyagi's in my neighborhood. No, me neither. Too I was bad. looking for him. I was looking for him though. Yeah, it would have been nice. One thing I like about it, like this is these are the two things I dig about it is it's funny, dude. It's funny. Johnny is hilarious, dude. He calls hashtags hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and he's got and, and and he's trying to be cool on social media. So he gets his his kid, you know, that he's teaching karate to go out and do photo shoots with him, like in front of art. <laughs> And he's like posing in front of the art, like, oh, I'm so hip. I'm so avant-garde. Oh, hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you hash brown that. The dude cracks me up. Johnny cracks me up, dude. Uh, the, the, the character, George Zabka, like came back in full force with, with his Johnny character. William and it's Zabka? Cool. Oh, Will, yeah, William Zabka. I think his middle name's George. Hmm. Uh, William Zabka. But here's the thing. I think he's the protagonist in this. He's kind of the main character. You'd think a Karate Kid reboot, you'd you'd have uh, Daniel be the main character. And he kind of is, but Johnny is just as much a main character, if not more. He's probably the main character in this, which is awesome. Well, he's he's more interesting as a character because he he's, you know, down on his luck and kind of down on life. He's kind of a bit of a dumbass at times. He learned as growing up to like fight his way through stuff. So now he's learning not to do that. And, and so you're more interested in him and the, the trials that he's going through to better himself throughout the series. I think yeah. that's what he, he's. Yeah, he is. He's absolutely much more interesting. The, the stupid things that he does and says are just more engaging. I think a lot more than than uh, Daniel's kind of holier than now i studied under mr miyagi you know i'm a i'm a saint attitude yeah and and daniel is he's still a good guy oh yeah but he could be a dick too like mm-hmm. in this show it's like daniel you're, you're just being a dick right now dude he could be a total dick but that's the same in real life right mm-hmm. i mean we're good guys but i can totally be a dick sometimes totally like before we started this episode you were being a dick to me about tv series <laughs> selection and ds9 and voyager right? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> right i was totally being daniel larusso at the car dealership just then i'm sorry man <laughs> whatever um, yeah, I, I watched the original Karate Kid movie last night, actually in prepping for recording this. And it's funny, the, how eighties it is with the music. You're the best around. It's so motivational though, isn't it? Oh, man. Like the eighties were like one big motivational track <laughs> montage. Tape. Yeah. Just so every, the whole decade was a montage of motivation. Mm-hmm. You could do it. You can do it. You're the best around. <laughs> no one's going to ever keep it down. Yeah. Ah, oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to totally listen to that song on Mondays now. They were originally going to use that song in, uh, the, in one of the Rocky movies. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me, though. But, now um, yeah. Well, but they, uh, but uh, Sylvester Stallone went with, the the journey song that got used was it Rocky four? I'm trying to remember which Rocky movie it was. But anyway, there was a journey song that he used and said like, um, 
I don't remember what song it was, but Are you sure Journey or 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 Survi- Survivor? Oh, maybe it was Survivor. I kind of get those two confused easily. You get a lot of things confused. You thought Savage Garden was Soundgarden. Well, they both end in garden and they both start with the letter S. <laughs> you, you thought Thelma and Louise were this. Louise Marge and Thelma? Simpson, yeah, you <laughs> thought they were Marge Simpson's sisters. I love when you goof up, dude. It's, <laughs> I don't even stop you. But there, there's one thing I do want to say, though. I think a, a lot of times maybe like creators producers and cameramen and and production staff don't get a lot of credit. So this is a shout out to all the like people who produce Cobra Kai behind the scenes. Um, Cause we talk about the actors a lot, you know, but shout out to them for making just a freaking awesome show that, that we love. You're absolutely right. Because they did such a good job of it. You, if you watch like, I know Murphy Brown or the Connors or any of those other ones, they're okay. But this was done so well, like the right amount of nostalgia with the right amount of new stuff. So the crew the you're right. Cinematography to give it the right look, um, the fight sequences, the, the choreographer for the fight sequences to give them that kind of karate kid fight sequence look um, versus nowadays, you know, how an action film is shot nowadays with the super shaky, quick camera cuts and, and you can't even see anything because it happens so fast. Yeah. So kudos. And, and what I like too is, you know, they could have pulled a greed BS all access on this and did what, like, Hey, we're going to make it like read it up already kid. Uh, like, like everybody's trying to do, or they're trying to make things dark. Do you remember in the nineties when everything was like extreme to the max? Yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and, every, and everything was like, yeah, to the max extreme. And they were shoving that down our throats. And we're, we're finally like, can you just give up the extreme to the max crap? That's how I feel like like TV is nowadays. They're like, yeah, we're taking your 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 this isn't your father's uh, Star Trek or this isn't your father's Karate Kid. We made it dark and edgy and rated R. Like HBO couldn't show this, you know. And it just gets old, man. And what they did with this is they made a true, truly entertaining show that the whole family could watch and that the whole family could enjoy. And I don't say that like like I say it like, oh, yeah, the whole family can enjoy this cartoon animated series. But what that really means is that the adults can kind of sit through it. This is like adults love this. The kids love this. It's just an amazing show. Yeah, I have this uh, problem all the time where we're flipping through seeing what's on. And it's you're right. It's it's all depressing. It's all so dark. And it's like, you know what? I want to watch just TV and just relax and enjoy it. I don't want to have to end up in a TV series and be like, oh, that was fucking depressing. Yeah. Like, you know? And it's oh. totally true. Like you, you mentioned Star Trek or you didn't mention, but you were hinting at Star Trek there. It, it, that's exactly it. All the new Star Treks are just like, oh, this is fucking, uh, everybody's dying and yeah. everything's shot in this dark, dreary way and everyone's depressed. And Yeah, gore and Klingon titties mm-hmm. and stuff. Like whatever. This is just a fun, it's just a fun show. So I, I, I don't know if I if there's anything else to say about it other than than keep making it. And Court, yeah. Courtney Hengler is a total fox. <laughs> uh, I got such a crush on her, dude. You didn't. What about Elizabeth Shue, man? Were you happy to see her come back? I mean, yeah, sure. But I didn't know about Courtney um, because I, I don't. Maybe she did other things. But and she's my age. She mm. she kept her looks unlike me. Like my looks went into the wrinkles and fat cells of of lethargy and. And, and depression 
but <laughs> she kept her looks because she's she's a hottie. She's married though and has uh, kids. Sorry, Jamie. But Courtney, like if you're if you're not happily married, you can meet me and Tiffany and Debbie at the wine bar if you want a little <laughs> escapade. We'll be waiting. For, I'll be we'll, be we'll be waiting for you. The offer's there. Her, right, husband's gonna, her, her husband's probably going to kick my ass now. He's going to track you down. He probably knows karate. Oh no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm going to do a karate kid drinking game for our website, by the way. So listeners stay tuned. It's going to have like, anytime there's a flashback to one of the movies, it's going to be anytime there's a montage, anytime Daniel mentions Mr. Miyagi, uh, stuff like that's in it. So, uh, Stay tuned for the Cobra Kai drinking game uh, that uh, will be on the website. I'm going to get so drunk. Wasted. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) I'm going to end up in the hospital, bro. (laughs) Well, kids, it seems like another episode of the 80s and 90s has come to an end. Until next time, we will leave you with this. Man who catch fly with chopstick, accomplish anything. (laughs) Yeah, wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. I've decided to bounce back and not always do the uh, we're out of here thing at the very end because then I'd have to keep coming up with stuff. So no, we're, we're out of here. Well, I was going to go with we're out like Daniel LaRusso would actually be if he actually got into a real fight with an actual person. <laughs> that was going to be my other one. Hey, hey, I got I got one for you. How do you make Cobra Kaiser rolls? No. Uh, with Miyagi dough. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> totally, totally. I'm hilarious. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> at, le- at least that joke's not going to offend people like the uh, Kristen McCulloch joke. Yeah, yeah, I forgot how dark your humor can get, bro. <laughs> it wasn't mine. I just repeated it. That was that was a that was a dark one. <laughs>